Welcome into another Red Out Podcast. Another week, another little bit of basketball hope, maybe. Uh, we'll find out and see. Stick with us and listen, guys. Hey, how about them tops, son? All day, SEC boys. SEC, they both be SEC. You're listening to the Red Out Podcast. I've needed a therapist. We all need someone, and it's a strong person who can admit it. I talked to my doctor, who referred me to a therapist, and I really didn't have much say as to who the therapist was. But with this episode's sponsor, BetterHelp, you do. You can filter out who you would like to talk to, age, gender, religion, and more to pair you with the person who works best for you. And if the person isn't exactly who you are wanting, you're not stuck. You can switch counselors. BetterHelp strives to offer affordable, professional, and accessible online therapy. So go to BetterHelp.com slash RedOut today to save 10%. By doing this, you not only support us, you can work toward a brighter, healthier you. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Yes, thank you to BetterHelp. And don't forget, uh, if you use our affiliate link, RedOut, or BetterHelp.com forward slash RedOut, um, you will save yourself 10% on your first month. Um, there's like 25,000 certified therapists, uh, or counselors that can help you on better help. So if you are feeling depressed because of this basketball season, maybe you should just talk to somebody <laughs> and, uh, maybe it'll help you out. Uh, and honestly, no joke, uh, joking on side. If you need some help, go to betterhelp.com. They'll help you out and get you paired with somebody that'll help you out. Amen. Uh, so how's it going guys? Pretty good. Good man. Chilling. There you go. Chilling like a villain. Uh, I know. Yep. Uh, so, uh, Super Bowl week. Are you all ready? Yeah. Let's do it. I'm ready for the food more than anything at this point. I know, right? Um, I have a tradition of wings. Mm-hmm. I've got a couple wing places I'll, sw- I'll hit up out here in E-Town and uh, go get some wings and go watch a football game and spend about three to four hours just chilling and enjoying it and listen to my wife nag in the background, but it's whatever. <laughs> Why'd you help me? Why'd you help me? <sighs> Getting mauled. Yeah, by the dog, <laughs> by our puppy, and by, uh, yeah, the child, the rabid child. Uh, no, she's good. She's just a ginger. Oh, she's, um, she's got rabies now. That's That's unfortunate. Well, she's a ginger, so it, it comes with the genetics, right? Oh, well, my, my wife is rabid. Too. Yeah, and distemperment. Yeah, yeah. They try to vaccinate for that shit, but it does not cover it at all. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so... Uh, Apparently, it's really hard to give them anesthesia, too. I did hear that. That is a fact. It's like 20% um, less effective. Yeah, I don't... More than uh, any of that... Uh, honestly, knock on wood, I've been really lucky. I haven't had to put my child to sleep yet. So, oh, I just did that yesterday. That's why it's on my mind. So, you put your child to sleep or your well, wife? Well, uh, Devin, um, I, I mean, she's back. I, it's not like a dog. Um, <laughs> just to be clear, <laughs> we're making it sound like she she's no longer with us. Uh, yeah, no, it, she had to have oral surgery, so we had to put her under anesthesia. Wisdom so. tooth or something else. Well, she's. Um, she well, I mean, if you don't want to get into it, it's fun. I mean, whatever. It's I don't know. She's got a. We tried. We had like two appointments, and it took like an hour each to get like one crown on or whatever. She has a bunch of stuff that, you know, apparently got to brush her teeth when they come in. Uh, <laughs> his first child, we didn't. You know, we were like, oh, she'll be fine. Well, uh, she got teeth falling out and whatever. So, anyway. Your child, stuff. your child does, or your wife does. My, like I would assume, your child. wife at this point would know. Right, she Stephanie knows, knows she needs to brush her teeth. But Riley, we didn't. I mean, it wasn't like we neglected them, but you know, uh, maybe we didn't brush her teeth as much as we should have. So anyway, she's got dental problems, and it took forever. It was going to take like five appointments to get that done. So we just, God. yeah. Well, she has like five or six that we had to do, and it was like one per appointment for an hour. She's freaking out and stuff. It's like, all right, we just got to give her give her a hammer and let's get it done. Oh, my gosh. 
Bonker that's, on the head. That's awful. I'm going to start making my kid brush her teeth more. Yeah, a little motivation for you, Dev. I know, right? Those redheads, man. She might wake up in the dental. middle of it. At least you got dental insurance. <laughs> From oh. Safeguard. Yeah, insurance. there we go. On Scottsville Road. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, I'm trying to get my stuff pulled up because I've... Uh, I had a, didn't have as much show prep time as I'd like. For the love of Jesus. Okay. When you go on uh, ESPN's website, and I just typed in, like, WKU, Lady Tops, um, they've got this <laughs> horrible picture of Western's girls playing Virginia Tech, I guess. I guess it's Virginia Tech. Yeah, Virginia it's been over Tech. a year, so I'd say it was Virginia Tech. And this girl looks like she just got punched in a Rocky movie. <laughs> Okay. If hey, for okay, our I listeners, gotta go see what the heck. For our others, about. yes. Her number is thirty-three for Virginia Tech. She looks like she, it, like I could Photoshop a fist in there, and it would do the same thing. So it's the no. Lady Tops page. Yes. Yeah. Just go to WKU. Uh, go to ESPN. Uh, search Lady Tops, and it'll pull up like their little page here, and it's the uh-huh. very first one. You see this? I'm working on it. Hold on. I can't wait. This is probably going to be nothing at all. Oh, it's going to be a little underwhelming for you, probably. Probably. You usually are. Highly exciting insurance life. I'm sure it'll be very underwhelming. Uh, Yeah. I I live a life of excellence. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Rocky movie, right? Yeah, that's an interesting picture. Ish. Ish. Rocky movie-ish. That's from a while. It says a year. It says a year. So it'd be, I mean, I don't know really played Virginia Tech, though. I don't, I mean, it's probably a, forever ago since they, uh, they just used a random picture they found online. I don't know anybody else that does that. <clears throat> yeah, right. Absolutely. Nope. Uh, Jared, so I do have a question for you, Starbucks related. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay, so I saw this on TikTok, and I need to know if it's true or false, but I don't know if Is you it in my DMs? Answer. I'm I'm through like October now, bud. You can kiss my ass, man. You know what? <laughs> Devin sends me for context, people. Devin's sending me like three videos a day on TikTok in the in the DMs or whatever. And I'm like, dude, I don't have time to watch this crap. But they're all funny. But it's like I, I've got I've probably got a hundred and fifty that I've not watched from Devin alone. <laughs> hey, I, I think of Matt. I see these videos, and I'm like, "This is hilarious." You think of me quite often, and that's kind of weird. I do. I think <laughs> of Matt a lot. <laughs> there was, a, but anyway, uh, yeah. So anyway, winners and losers. Um, Jared, uh, I heard something about Starbucks, specifically Starbucks that are in Targets. Do they supply refills on drinks for free? Uh, for free, they should. I mean, the only way, well, see, they're technically a licensed store, which means that it's technically owned by whatever they're in instead of Starbucks. Like, they're licensed Uh to use the Starbucks stuff, but they don't have the same benefits working there as I do working at a corporate store. Ah, okay. So, their policy is different. But if you go to a corporate store, if you get a refill, you have to stay there the whole time. Like, you can't just get a drink, drive off, and then come back and say you want a refill. It's okay. fifty five cents to get a refill if you don't have the Starbucks app, but if you have the Starbucks app, it's free. So I saw on TikTok where if it's a a store in a Target, and for instance, you walk in, you get a drink, you walk around for fifteen minutes, you drink the drink, you can go back and get another a refill for free. So I don't know. Um, that but could be their policy. I don't really know. I don't either, but I saw that and I was just like, what? Of course, I don't do Starbucks. I mean, no offense um, to the master coffee maker, but um, I just don't do. I just I've never really done it. We did it once um, after a Christmas thing, and that was about it. I, I'd rather have a meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then, then if I'm going to spend seven dollars, I'm going to spend it on like six things at McDonald's before I spend it on one breakfast sandwich at Starbucks, even with my partner discount. <laughs> God, yeah, I, I mean, don't know how I people mean, afford to eat the food at Starbucks. Uh, I, I mean, okay, off topic, but but still on topic. Uh, just so Jared's Starbucks corporate didn't hear this, but like Panera Bread, I do not like Panera Bread's breakfast. 
Oh, Lord. I don't know. Their eggs taste funky to me. I don't know what it is. But, you know, it's I just can never eat their breakfast. Now, there's other places that I'm like, oh, my gosh, I could eat their breakfast all day. Why? Okay, Panera Chick-fil-A. Bread. That, that hits a nerve for me. All right. Um, you don't like Panera Bread or you do like Panera Bread? I dislike Panera Bread with okay. all that's within me. See, I um, figured you'd be the snob from Greenwood who would love Panera Bread. But Oh, Lord. Come on. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a redneck, man. Give me no buffet. <laughs> I remember stopping at Golden Corral on our way to Miami. That was good. Yeah, well, see, uh, Jared has evidence that I'm just a redneck. <laughs> Find a buffet and plop me down, and I'm good. But um, that's I hilarious. hate Panera. Why would I go there and get a tiny meal, spend fourteen dollars, and leave hungry? Because it's organic, Matt. It's, oh, uh, yeah. Save the earth. Well, I'm going to die and be a part of the earth because <laughs> I'm eating at Panera because I'm starving. Yeah. Um, it's atrocious. So, uh, let's, <laughs> let's get into our Super Bowl expectations. This is what our listeners are here for, to hear who's going to win the Super Bowl. We'll tell you that at the end of the episode. So just listen. We've got the script for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway. Yeah. We start um, Yeah. Uh, so I overheard somebody was telling that, uh, is it one of the Kelsey brothers, uh, parents or something is going to do the coin flip or something, or is that, it was a, there was a rumor, but have they actually confirmed that? I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> cause I heard, heard that heard. too, but I don't know if it was actually true. Let's see. Uh, Oh, nope. Ghana Kels won't do Super Bowl coin toss, but says NFL made right choice for the honor. Cool. That would be really hilarious. I actually did. Uh, I did hear that she is going to do the uh, the the split 50-50 shirt. It's got one, one part of the shirt has her son's number on it, and the other, the back has her other son's number on it. Yeah. So that's hilarious. That's a cool story, man. Like, what are the odds? Um like one out of 32 for both of them, right? That each well, I mean, yeah, the, once they're, once they're in the NFL, but like, <laughs> I mean, to, for each team to get there, it's like one out of 32 for each. Mm, so yes, thank you. So, yeah, so, so for, I mean, but as far as like, I mean, it's pretty cool that the brothers, there's brothers playing. Um, and honestly, I'm hoping for like an unsportsmanlike penalty between the two. Cause I think that'd be hilarious. But they're both on offense, so I guess it wouldn't happen. But For that would be extraordinary. Well, I mean, I guess. Well, okay. I mean, if they're screaming at each other across the field. Yeah, yeah, or like a bad ha- post game handshake or something. But that wouldn't be a penalty. Maybe they'll like get in a fight or something. That would be funny. And the that would be really and, funny. And they and just start running at each other. <laughs> 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 um. So. Uh, are we expecting a low game? Are we expecting a high scoring game? What do you think? Probably somewhere in the middle, maybe like high twenties, low thirties for me. Okay. So, uh, so like forty points total. Maybe like forty-five. We're thinking? Somewhere around there, yeah. Like both teams about forty-five points. Okay. <laughs> uh, Matt's, what what are you? What are your thoughts? <laughs> Devin, you do not you do not listen to anything. Um, nope. <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> I don't know about the score. I think it's all over the map. Like, there's no telling what's going to happen in the Super Bowl. Like, both quarterbacks have been injured. Um, you know, they're both good teams. They have good supporting casts. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I mean, I think Jalen Hurts is, like, pretty underestimated. Um, and he has been for his whole career. But I think he's kind of a big, t- sneaky, big-time player. Like, he steps up in big moments and wins. So, and obviously got Pat Mahomes. So I don't know. I think it's like, I think it could either literally, it really could be either a blowout for either team or it could be really close. I don't know what to expect, but I'm I'm interested to see what happens, but I'm not like, I don't know if I'm excited this year. I'm just kind of like. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of indifferent. I'm indifferent like you are. I mean, I'm excited to watch the game, like you said, but at the same point, like, like I don't, I really don't care. I mean, it sounds bad to say that, but. Like these are two teams I really don't have any interest in. It's just kind of like, okay, it's a Super Bowl. Let's see how it goes. Yep. Um. So the top ten prop bets. You all both know what prop bets are. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, prop bets like where um, it's a situational bet. Uh, for instance, for our listeners and Jared, um, the number one is that Travis Kels to score a TD. That's easy. That is, that's I would think that would be a very easy bet too. Yes. Yeah. Now Travis Kels to score the first TD. No, it just gets more specific. Yeah, and then Jalen like Travis to Kelsey TD. to score the first touchdown at uh, six thirty-three Eastern Standard Time. Well, it's not the that temperature specific. sixty-four degrees regionally or something. Yeah, it's not that specific. Though it does say he would be the first score. Uh, the next one is Jalen Hurts to score. Uh, then the fourth overall is Travis Kels to score two or more TDs. Which I think that would be a hard one to put to put down. I would think uh, yeah. opening kickoff to be a touchback. No, is also a top one. Coin toss as tails is another one. Yeah, they I have some like, random stuff. Oh, it is, and like, like I think even, yeah, some of them are um, like halftime show and stuff. Yeah, some of them are like halftime stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, Philadelphia first drive outcome is a field goal. Um, and of course, uh, Miles Sanders' first TD score, uh, KC's first drive outcome as a field goal, you know, stuff like that. Um, trying to find some other. Oh, here we go. Top 10 prop props by handle. This is by money. Uh, will a quarterback have a reception? That's another bet. No. Travis Kels to score a TD, coin toss heads, uh, you know, stuff like that. Quarter uh, Starting quarterback to have negative rushing yards. Oh, that's that one is a big payout. Yeah, because they're both really good runners. I mean, I would assume so. I mean, it'd be kind of wild to see. I don't know. Because um, in the NFL, the sacks don't count as negative yardage either. So you're gonna. Yeah, so they'd have to. Yeah, they'd have to really screw up something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Okay. Um, so I mean, we got a lot to talk about tonight, and uh, we've blown twenty minutes on Panera. <laughs> and Travis Kelsey's odds to score a touchdown. <laughs> Way to go, yes. Dev. Yes. And I, I Sinking ignored Jared. Ship. Jared. <laughs> Club aboard. All right. So baseball and softball. Uh, it's going to start here in, a, what, a couple weeks or something? Uh, the girls play, like, Friday, actually, I think. Is it the 10th? God, I, yeah, they I, play the 10th. Honestly, I was looking at it. I cheated. They play the okay. tenth against Minnesota. Okay, they're like literally Friday. Okay, so softball starts on Friday. When let me see baseball schedule. Uh, baseball. Skimming baseball because I don't care. Starts the seventeenth. <laughs> so they play Dayton. <laughs> I I could have told you that too, man. I, I love thanks. You, man. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Yeah, uh, they played Dayton on the 17th, 18th, and 19th. And then they I guess it's all weekend thing. And then they've got um, uh, Belmont. See, yeah, that's what they've got an interesting schedule. I don't know if you um, – sounds like you just looked at it, Devin. Literally. Uh, good good job on the show prep. Um, <laughs> but one thing I noticed, this is really interesting. Um, they do not go outside of the state of Kentucky or Tennessee until we get to Conference USA play. Um, um, they literally they play other teams, but they stay. They're either at home, or they play. They, they play at um, like Whipscomb. They play at Middle, whatever. Um, they're all within the state of Kentucky, Tennessee. They don't go more than an hour and a half away. Yeah, I think that's bad. really odd for a whole non-conference to not go anywhere. To agree to that too, right? Yeah, well, and how they got all these other teams like they've got South Dakota State coming in, and it's like some random Ohio's another one's coming in. I mean, it's not as far as yeah. South Dakota State, but yeah, um, Northern Illinois. But they 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 play them all at home. I yeah, that's that, that is pretty interesting. Um, but the problem the problem we've always had, at least with the podcast and stuff with baseball, is there's like there's no ESPN coverage for baseball. Like, I cannot just pull it up on ESPN and say, oh, well, this is what happened with baseball. They do not cover Western baseball. I don't know what it is. Um, and they don't cover Western softball. So I literally have to depend on WKU Sports' website to tell me what happened. Um, so <laughs> it's just, that's why I never have ever really, we've never really done baseball. 
um, or softball on the podcast because, I mean, we'll talk about them some, but it's we just can't do the coverage because we don't have the stats, and I don't trust WKU Sports' homepage, so there's that. <laughs> I, I think, I mean, to comment on it, I really, I think Rarden, I don't know where y'all stand, or Jared, if you're at least somewhat interested to see what happens with baseball, but, like, I think Rarden's doing a heck of a job just – like if you if you watch his press conferences and stuff he says and the things he's doing the players he's bringing in, and obviously his track record as well. I mean, I'm pretty excited to see what he turns out. I mean, baseball is all about finding diamonds in the rough. There's so many people that play baseball, so many levels of baseball and all that. Like you've really got to do a good job scouting and recruiting and. I think he's really good at it. So I'm I'm excited to see. I think he can get us going in the right direction, at least, you know, maybe make a conference tournament or something crazy like that. Yeah. Um, Go to of course, of course, I won't be there, so I can't comment on how they do. So, um, Right, you're not you allowed. Know. No, 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 I'm not allowed. Jared, will you be there? Or you, you can't comment either, can you? No, probably not. Okay, so just nope. let's move so, on then. So, Jared, um, do you have any expectations or do you want to move on? I mean, I hope we do good in softball and baseball. I know we've always had a pretty solid softball team. I know baseball has struggled a little bit, but it'd be good to see us be successful at everything. So, I mean, I hope we are. Oh, I always do. I, I agree. I always I always hope I mean, that was Personally, I'm not interested, oh. but, I mean, I hope we do good. <laughs> Honestly, like, I would, I would like to see uh, some interest in it, but – for the school's sake, but like, I'm just not a baseball fan. Baseball um, would be such a great sport if they had a shot clock like basketball, like they have 20 <laughs> seconds to throw a pitch. Like, they have they stuff like that, there. by the way. They should. I, could, I, I think baseball could be a lot more interesting. I agree. Give them a 10 um, second pitch clock where they're just, he's just chucking it every single, <laughs> like every 10 seconds, just chucking it at somebody. Or, yeah, I, I completely agree. Or, you know, even like, uh, I don't know if you've ever watched the show Futurama. Like, they put a rubber, they have a ball, uh, like a rope on the ball. And so you hit it, and they're like, woohoo, home run. And it's like, nope. And it comes shooting back into the game. Um, if this you may, be, Futurama, this may be an un-American opinion, but a soccer game that ends in a 0-0 draw is way more entertaining than a baseball game that ends in a 0-0 draw. Yeah, it's uh, – I honestly am not very entertained for baseball. Uh, I agree with you, Jared. I'm not entertained with baseball. It's very boring. Um, I would – Well, whatever. I think it's great. <laughs> I enjoy I, – I don't know if y'all have been to a Western baseball game, but I think they're fun to go to. Well, as it's long Western, as the so yeah, awful. I would cheer for them. I would yeah. cheer for them. If it's Western, I'd cheer for them. But well, – I like spending all afternoon to watch it and falling asleep in the stands. It could yeah. be a six-hour game, depending on how many innings it goes into. Now, if they serve alcohol, I mean, it's probably a different environment, but no. They do. Go, all right, go there get you go. You, go get drunk, bro. Yeah, support so, um, yeah, go get drunk, bring your perfect kids, go support the tops. Trench coats and all. <laughs> um, no you joke, seriously. No uh, seriously, though, support the tops. They... I know the guys will appreciate it, um, and it makes it – I mean, it, it helps the game. Um, don't let our personal biases, no matter how much we're joking about it, uh, affect you wanting to go. So if you want to go to a Western game, you I go mean, to it. If you're we'll, a pervert, go watch the women, you know? Good God. <laughs> uh, uh, so anyway. Um, Sorry, I had to say it, man. I mean, y'all are saying all this negative stuff. I just got to throw no, whatever I, mean, I can out there. Yeah, I'm, we're being negative Nancy's on it, but I'm, <laughs> I'm just not I'm just not I'm just not a big baseball person. That's just me. You may be, and that's fine. Um you suck, Devin. All right, let's move I mean, on. No, I mean <laughs> sitting all afternoon watching baseball sucks or NASCAR or golf, but people enjoy it. So if you enjoy it, enjoy it. Don't let my outlook affect your things, your decisions. So you know, this is opinion based. Facts are optional in this podcast. So, um, so Conference USA, pretenders and contenders. What do you got, Matt? All right. Um, 
So on the women's side, um, I kind of thought about this and stuff. Um, uh, first of all, just so y'all know kind of the standings, because I know a lot of people aren't deeply paying attention or at all paying attention to women's basketball. But um, basically you've got Western and middle kind of at the top, and then you got a big group of people. And then for some reason, UAB women are awful in conference, but they were like eight and one out of conference, but they're two and 11 wow. now. So for some reason they just completely melted down. I don't know if they had an injury. I have no idea, but they are still 10 and 12 despite being two and 11 in the conference. Anyway, so that's kind of how it stands in the, in the standings. Um, I mean, Western was the opposite in terms of, um, basically being horrible in non-conference and then all of a sudden turning it on come conference play. Um, but I think your pretenders would have to be uh, FIU. I think they've kind of played a soft schedule, and they're sitting at seven and six, and they're in fourth place. But I'm, I'm not buying it. I think Rice. Rice is usually a pretty good women's basketball program, and they were picked to be pretty high. And uh, they've kind of struggled this year, off and on. Uh, I put UAB just because it's so shocking that they're as bad as they are in conference. I can't believe that they're two and eleven. They were. Supposed to be like one of the two or three best teams, um, and then UTEP as well. I think they they're seven and five. They're in third place, but I think um, they're not going to perform well away from their home arena. You know, you think about El Paso; it's an elevation. They've got the time change. They have all that in their favor when they go to Frisco. They they have to travel a ton, and and they they won't have any fans at all. And I don't think it'll play out well for them once they get to Frisco. Um, contenders, I mean, I think obviously Western and Middle are like 1A and 1B. Western and Middle play this Thursday for first place. So somehow Middle lost two games last week and it opened up the door. Western is now like right in the thick of right going on the first heels. place. Right. Uh, it's that's awesome. What was, that's what I was just thinking. I was like, didn't we just talk about this last week that weren't the girls like three games back? Yes, and the, and yeah. we we found a way to win our two, and middle blew it against uh, the same teams we played, uh, UTEP and UTSA. So we played yeah. two close games. Uh, middle lost; they were down the whole time against UTSA, and let's see what the score was against UTEP. They played two close games, but. I, I don't know what happened exactly, but it was really shocking to see them lose twice because they were ranked uh, 21st last week. They're, they fell out of the top 25 losing two two <laughs> games. <laughs> I love it. I um, know. So anyway, I, I think it's Western and middle. Obviously, I think those are your two favorites. But my other two contenders, um, I would put Charlotte in there. They're really well coached. Um, she really knows what she's doing. I've watched her for – years and kind of just kind of observed she's really really knows what she's doing and pushes the right buttons and they're also really young and they're starting to come on here at the end of the year and then north texas is also they beat western they have a couple good wins um so they're they're only six and six and kind of sitting in the middle of the pack but i think they actually have a decent shot to make a run so those will be my women's contenders did y'all have any women's or you should we go on to the men um, well, I mean, I guess we could just kind of transition into uh, Lady Tops real quick. I mean, especially since you just brought up middle and all that. Um, I know it's probably going to screw you up, but okay. Charlotte is 6-6, six and six, though. So you still think they're pretty good? Yeah. Um, well, number one, Western lost to them, so it kind of stands out as like, okay, they do have a quality, quality win. Um, and I, I really watched the game against Western and – they they have some talent there, um, and they were talking. You know, it was a Charlotte broadcast. It was at Charlotte. It was on ESPN Plus, so it's Charlotte's announcers, and so they really knew Charlotte really well. And I was kind of listening to them, and they're talking about how close they've been and how they just need to get over the hump and stuff like that. Well, they've started to get over the hump a little bit. Started to started to win a few games, and they're only in. They're tied for fifth, and they're they're one game out of third. Okay. So it's deceptive the way Conference USA has been this year in both men and women is you got this big clump of teams right in the middle. 
I just think that Charlotte's coming on here at the end of the year, and I think one difference is going to be coaching. Um, yeah. And they got a lot of youth, so your youth is going to grow up at the end of the year. Yeah. So um, I, I just see them coming on a little bit. I don't know if they'll win, but I think they'll be a tough out in March. So I, I like them more than some of the other teams. Um, and I will say between three and a half, which is right behind us, which is UTEP, three and a half games back, um, you've got one, two, three, four, five, six teams that are two games within two games of three and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, like you said, I mean, that's a big pack right there. And yeah. um, and even FAU is another half game out. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, FAU is uh, at six. Uh, I was just kind of making it. I mean, that's three games or two and a half games. So um, it's pretty, pretty wild how. Uh, kind of the women have kind of pulled it together here, and that's a hey, bravo to you, ladies. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, I, but- I uh, I've got to apologize because I tweeted out as read out at the end of I don't know if you saw this, Jared. I don't know if you saw it either, but I tweeted out. Well, girls are down nineteen at the end of the third. Guess that's over, and uh, <laughs> I was like on to the men, and they ended up coming back from nineteen down in that quarter. And one by two, so they had a twenty-one point swing in ten minutes, and they were like, yeah, so great, Matt. Now we are the motivation for the women. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, they were pissed. All of them <laughs> tweeted, and they were like, "Don't count us out." And you know, Mister Mister Savori of uh, Hope's dad retweeted everything and was like saying, you know, whatever. And I'm like, listen, I'm glad to eat crow, but I mean, hell, they were down nineteen. <laughs> like, telling they were down seven. You know, and I gave up on them with 50 seconds left like uh, Cunningham does on the tops. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they were down 19. Uh, Let's just run this clock out. I'm sorry. So, um, please send all of your complaints to Matt McKay. Yeah, send it to my business business email there. Yeah, get some uh, insurance and you can complain in person. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that trade. I think we should get. I think Jared. I think we should get insurance on Matt's tweets. Can we do that for damages or anything like? You're make sure we don't get sued for his tweets. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so Western's got. Um, uh, we've got MTSU, and then next week we've got uh, Charlotte. Um, we'll talk more about it a little bit next week. Uh, then we've got a few games. A little bit of a gauntlet. With uh, Rice, LaTeX, uh, UAB, UTEP, and North Texas, um, I still think that even though UAB's nine games out, you can't take anything for granted there um, and stumble right when you're getting this close to you know being in first place in Comfort USA Women. Uh, so, I mean, you're the target now, yeah. and that team in particular is talented enough to to beat anybody. I mean, um, you don't have anything to lose. Asleep. I don't know what the problem is. Yeah, you don't absolutely. have anything to lose. You have nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, you just go out and play basketball, and win or lose, you just go on to the next game. And when you're in UAB's boat, um, and of course Western too, but you know Western has a different situation. Like you said, you've got a target on your back. You know everybody wants to topple you off the top. So you know off tops off the top. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of exciting to see. It's going to be nice to see the women do well. Um, okay. Let's go to Conference USA Pretenders Contenders Men's. Uh, do you want Jared? Do you have anything there, or do you just want me to? Yeah, go I'm sorry. I mean, sorry, you can say the initials and how the conference outlook looks. And well, yeah, sure. Okay. Man. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, yeah. So I think a lot of people kind of know what's going on in men's. Um, you know, you've got FAU and North Texas, I think, that are the two premier teams in men's basketball I, I think um definitely FAU they still only have one loss they did lose one recently but they're they're back kind of on the in the saddle again so to speak and um they they play Rice here Thursday so they probably and they're at home so they should be kind of back doing their thing again um and then they obviously get uh they get La Tech after that at home so should be two wins for them, but anyway, they're they're definitely the the top two in my opinion. North Texas as well. They're coached by, I think, one of the best uh, 
young coaches in the in the country. I think he just runs a boring style, so he's not a huge, um, like not a huge attractive uh, next level kind of job search guy. Um, but anyway, then you got a big cluster. Um, so I'd say your your pretenders um, would be I think La Tech. Um, I've got UTEP. Um, I'm just not. I think some of these teams are not going to play well in Frisco. Uh, La Tech also is just kind of without Lofton is not as dangerous. Charlotte looked like they could be pretty decent, and they do what Charlotte does and talk about how great they are, and then don't do anything. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then I mean UTSA, they're not a pretender, or whatever, but they're just clearly like not ever gonna do anything in the conference. So I kind of got them as like they're never ever gonna do anything. But the contenders, I really feel like, in all seriousness, with every team, I really feel like anyone named not UTSA um, could potentially win depending on how they get set up in the tournament. I mean, I really feel that way because we talked about how strong Conference USA was in non-conference. They're all quality teams. I think there's a few, like the ones that I named, that I think probably won't. Um, And, I mean, crap, you could throw Western in there easily. Um, But I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt with winning a couple games and looking like they found a new style to uh, give them a little credit. Cool, 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 cool. Um, so you don't find the North Texas coach attractive. I got you. Okay. Um, oh, the FIU coach is hot, man. Have you seen him? Oh, okay. No, I have some nice him. hair. Okay. <laughs> best yeah. One. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> is it a possibility that UTSA spent all of their scholarship money on football? Probably. Dead silence. Wow. I mean, probably. Probably. Oh, <laughs> look at the I was pondering, man. I, you know. <laughs> They do well, not give a crap about basketball. Evidently, they were like well, that. That gym is a dump. <laughs> I mean, it's like like Bowling Green High is is better than, way better than UTSA <laughs> in terms of. Um, so it's great. Well, I mean, but no joke. Like, uh, it's they're one in thirteen in conference seven uh, seven and eighteen overall. Um, let me see here. Let's see who they've played that they've beaten. Uh, Trinity. Trinity, that's Trinity University Tigers. The funny thing is, is when you look at oh no, they changed it. Okay, I was just about to say the little logo beside the the Trinity was EKU, right before I clicked on it, and I was like, I thought you oh. meant like Louisville and Trinity, like the high school. Yeah, they played Trinity <laughs> yeah, High School much. in Louisville. Uh, they they beat Trinity, they beat St. Mary's, Texas State, Prairie View, they beat uh, Middle, <laughs> Incarnate Word. Which who is that? Uh, they beat Buthane. believe it or not. They beat Buthane and they beat MTSU. So, and they're on a little bit of a skid. Um, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Well, they haven't won since January 5th. So Yeah, that's a 10-game skid. Ooh, that's rough. Um, so you're saying that besides UTSA. I really uh, the, believe that. The road over. Could. The run over run, run runners. That's a lot of mouthful. Uh, the road kill road runners. Um, you think anybody else could take Conference USA? Really? Yeah, I really do. I, I there's look UTEP is, for example, you look at the bottom, close to the bottom. Obviously Western. We know they're talented enough. I think with Dante Allen kind of coming to the forefront, it opens up some doors to have some more offense. Um, I think it, it's an interesting thought. UTEP, we saw them against Western. Um, you know, I, I don't like them in the tournament because of their location, elevation, that kind of stuff, travel, um, their support, I think, can play a factor or whatever. Um, and Charlotte, I don't really love them either. But I think that they have the talent and they could pull something together. Um, in March. So yeah, I think anybody. And then obviously, you look at the the top half of the league. Obviously, those are the the true contenders according to the standings. So yeah, I really do think ten teams could could win it. Uh, Jared, do you think he's effing nuts or what? 
Um, a little bit, but that's just yeah. on a normal day. But <laughs> nah. Um, I mean, it's that's the thing with March in general. Is I mean, looking at college basketball, there aren't that many teams in any conference that are just completely dominant. That I mean, there's anyone could get beat on any given night at this point. Yes. Especially Conference USA, it's been like that the past couple of seasons. And even with FAU, they had that big winning streak, but they just lost it recently. So, I mean, they could easily end up losing maybe even before the championship game. If that happens, then what? Will Conference USA be a two-bid league? I mean, who knows? I mean, probably not. I mean, no. if I were to take a guess, no. just because. But, I mean, anything can happen. Um, as far as our chances, I mean, we definitely looked a lot better the past weekend, the past two games that we had. I mean, especially with Dante Allen looking a lot better and stepping up a lot. I mean, if we can consistently play like consistently play like that, I think that we could maybe have a shot. But I mean, the Conference USA tournament has been our Achilles heel the, ever since Rick Stansberry has been here. So I don't really see that changing, especially with this team that we added this year. So I mean, I would be really shocked because we're not going to get a bye. We're going to have to play an extra game, and we couldn't even win three games in a row. So I know for sure we're not going to win four well, in a row. Okay, Devil's Advocate. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying that I believe that we're going to win. Okay, I think we'll lose, and I think we'll probably lose the first game. But we're only. Uh, by the way, the buy is the top five teams this year because there's only eleven teams in. Um, so the top five teams make it. We're a game and a half out of fifth place. So, and we play everybody that's above us. So there's no reason that we we can't make up some ground and be one and a half games better than three other teams. We we could do that. And yes, we could. We could. And um like last week with the women's, we talked about how the women's were three games out and now they're only one game out and now they have the possibility to be, you know, tied for first or, you know, first place, whatever. Um but we also could be at the same boat next week. So I'm just saying. I mean, I will be, be very but, surprised if you think men so? pull it off. I mean, the lady tops definitely have a chance. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Completely the men, I, I don't know. I mean, it would have to be like, I mean, now is the time when you would catch fire is when you need to. Oh, you run. definitely do. But that's the thing is that if we work really hard in all of February trying to get in decent position, I mean, we're going to be completely toast by the time we even start the tournament. So I don't know. I, I agree. Um, my only concern, I mean, Matt is in complete love with Dante Allen, but um, I mean, what happens when teams pick up on him and, you know, we're going to throw some more at him? Do we have other weapons that are consistent that can actually do stuff besides him and McKnight? I mean, I wish Marshall would get more playing time for sure. Like, it's Who was that, Jared? I'm sorry. Marshall. It still blows yeah. my mind yeah. he doesn't get much playing time. He needs to, I feel like. Yeah. Um, same with Zhang and everything. I think that he deserves a little bit more too. I mean, so like what Matt was saying the other t- the other day, like talking about his averages and his minutes. I mean, he's been pretty consistent, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's the thing though. I mean, all it takes is one bad game from Allen in the tournament, and we're going home. So I mean, he's yeah. gonna have to play at the same level he was that got him a position on UK's basketball team to get us in the NCAA tournament. So why was he not playing before? Any idea? Was it a Frampton? Yeah, I mean, okay. Frampton had his spot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I will say really... ACOT, ACOT has come on a little bit. Um, that's somebody that has really played up to some of his potential the last few games. He's passed the ball. But here's he my question for you, Matt. Here's my question. <laughs> Do you think that our team could collectively show up and play for 40 minutes and look really solid? at any point from the stretch now. Like every, like the majority of the team. I, I don't think the whole team could show up. But like, do you think the majority of the team could show up and win a really big game if we needed to? Well, here's the thing, though, is we show up in the big games. <laughs> I think it's yes or no, but yeah. Yes, I think we okay. could. And, and I think in big games, besides in the tournament, we usually show up. Uh, like the FAU game, like it was just FAU was better at, at their place. We couldn't buy a shot, whatever. We lost by seven, played pretty well, just couldn't get things done offensively. Um, 
I think the UAB game, that was another example of we showed up against one of the better ones. North Texas, we gave a huge lead away and almost won anyway. I mean, we generally, I think, show up and we'll either, you know, have these huge swings. But that's my thing that I'm saying, though, is like a full 40 minutes. Like if you play a full 40 minutes, you're not going to be down into a big hole like we were against North Texas. Yeah, or these last two games this last week. I mean, I understand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just about every game, we're either down or up 10, and it switches to whatever the opposite is of that. I mean, it's mm-hmm. ridiculous, but I mean. I just want consistency from here until the end of the season. That's yeah, I, I mean, that. I don't really see it, but I just I think it's possible that we could be in a position to – to make a run, if you can get in a top five seed, you only need three games. So win one, and then you're right there on the edge of going to the championship again. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, I'm just I'm concerned with uh, the consistency, um, and you've got to be able to show that consistency game in and game out, big games, little games, and uh, you know, metaphorically, you have to be able to put teams down. And uh, go ahead and just, you know, when you're ahead, you don't coast. You finish them and just go on. You can't you can't play with them and let them come back is what I'm trying to say. Um, sure. And I don't know if this team can do that. So, honestly, I would be really surprised if we made it, uh, you know, if we made it to, uh, you know, the second round of the tournament, it would be, I would be, you know, at least happy with the last three quarters of this season. Seven, I would be fine with 25% of this season from what's been going on. Does so that make second sense? round, you mean make it to the semis or make it to the quarters? Um, semis, I'm ecstatic. Quarters would be like, oh, okay, good. Okay, because if you get the fifth seed, you're in the quarters. Okay, good, yeah. <laughs> I mean, even if we do that, I'll be enthralled at this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because this team has gone from the basement, you know, if they can do that, then they're going to be doing really well, I think. Yeah. Well, they're only, they're, like I said, they're only a few games out. It's really not, it's down to individual who do you beat and who loses around you at certain times. Without, 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 just shooting you straight, Matt, I'm going to tell you this. If they get into the fifth part, I would be really surprised. I just feel like they're going to screw it up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I do think the schedule softens here a little bit. It's not like you're, you're playing. FAU North Texas right now. You've got a home game against Middle. You got UAB. Right. Uh, when did, Which is when in is third. UAB, UAB is UAB's in third place. Uh, when that is, is that home? later, isn't it? That's on the 25th, but yeah. Yeah. I was saying, like, right immediately MTSU, Charlotte, who has not been playing very well, and Rice, who I think if Western will get their head out of their butt could beat them no problem um, if we play some defense. Um, but it is on the road. But, I mean, you got a couple games here that you could go and grab. I, yeah. I think middle is a good matchup for Western. I think they had some freak stuff happen last year. We melted down against them this year. But if we can avoid that at all, yeah, make a few shots, I think we could make a, a, another little spurt here and get back in position to – hang around that buy spot and see what happens. Yeah. I mean, I, we, it's, it's, I'm not saying it's not possible, um, but it is very unlikely. Um, if I had to put a percentage on it, I would say that I would say 80% likely that it's, that wouldn't happen, but that we get a buy. Yeah. Okay. I mean that, I think that's about right. I mean, um, eight out of 10, eight out of 10, I'm going to say we're not going to get it, but, um, well, we got to dig uh, out of a hole. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's about right, honestly. But I, yeah. I think it's – the main thing for me is to be playing well and to be a little bit more consistent than they are. And I feel like they have some kind of formula to actually look like they could win a game offensively instead of hoping that it just turns to one-on-one fest yeah. and win in the 60s. Okay. Now we got ten minutes or so left in the episode, and before my wife turns the child loose, but um, let's. Uh, Daddy. Yeah. Ah! Like last week, which <laughs> kid, crazy kid. Um, but anyway, 
at the end of this season, when we hit North Texas, March 4th, at the end of that game, or the next week or whenever, whenever, um, does Rick Stansberry still have a job? Yeah. Like, you think he's still in this? I mean, I, besides what we've heard. Any, if anything were to happen at all, it'd be after the season is completely over. But I don't that's know what how I'm saying. that would be. That's what I'm saying. I mean, of course, that's after the regular season. But, like, Conference USA is done. You know, we're sitting at home watching March Madness. Um, I mean, is Rick Stansberry still in Bowling Green, or is he doing whatever? I mean, I've heard a lot of conflicting things. I mean, it's hard, especially looking at the attendance at the home games. Like, they have not been good. I mean, historically to what this program has been. They just are not that good. <laughs> well, so, I mean, I mean, if you look at the attendance for the uh, UTSA game in particular, like oh. that was horrible. Like they well, said okay. it was like over 3,000 something. It was like, like They may have been tickets sold, but it was not that many people. So as far as attendance goes, do you think tomorrow night will be a good judge of that? If, um, if that, if that, if Diddle's not filled, for a rival game of MTSU, if you're Rick Stansberry, are you concerned? Uh, probably. Well, I mean, I think it's more of a senior night than it is just uh, MTSU because that was the big indicator under Sanford. It was the last game of the season against UTEP oh, UAB. Okay. Uh, like in football, like the, yeah, yeah. The- I meant for basketball, it'd be UAB this year. But yeah, sorry, UTEP. Yeah, for like I'm using the analogy, like when Sanford, right before he got fired, it was senior night. We played UT, UTEP, and there was nobody at that game. I think it was in like 8,000 people was announced attendance. It was just no enthusiasm. Like it, the program felt dead in the water. And I mean, Todd had to do something. And Yeah, you've got to at that point. And if we go on a losing skid and – lose to middle, lose to UAB, the, the, like whenever that senior night game would be, if there's no one there, then that's going to be a pretty telling sign that something has to happen. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Matt, what do you think? Um, well, we I, know you hate, we know you hate Rick, well, but on, man. Let, me, let me talk, bro. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I'm trying to be fair and balanced here. Uh, I do think he, I think he bought, like Jared said, I think he's bought enough um, with the two wins this week that I just think it's kind of impossible to see him leave before the end of the year. Um, okay. So I think that's out. Uh, I think if he had lost a few more, we were, or if he had lost these two, good God, I think you'd have people actively trying to sneak in pitchforks into the <laughs> stadium. Like <laughs> somebody would pull one out. Um, so – but anyway, it didn't happen. So I think he's bought himself to the end of the year. I really think, I really think that people are gonna are finally to the point that it's like, dude, if you don't make it, it's over. I don't know if Todd is there, but I think he'll get there once he sees the reaction. I think it's gonna be meltdown central. It's gonna be everybody freaking out if we don't make the tournament. Um, yeah. I think he could possibly keep his job if he makes a run to the championship or if we find some way to get like the three seed or something like that ridiculous. You know, people might throw him a bone enough to let him stay around. But otherwise, he's got to he's got to make the tournament or I think ultimately he's going to end up getting out. If you pay attention to how Western fans react and stuff, if <laughs> if he's not winning at this point, uh, he's going to be in trouble whether – and I guess the question is whether Todd really would do it, but I, I really think that there's enough there. If he's not winning, he he's out. And uh, yeah, I, I agree. really think that I really do. Um, well, I, I mean, from what we've heard from like average Joes who, you know, like you said, uh, whether in on the show or group text or whatever, average Joes who have season tickets are like, I'm tired of watching this. This is the same thing every year. I'm tired of this. We need something. Well, big leagues, um, too. That's what – I mean, it's a mixture of everybody. Sorry, yeah. man, I mean to cut you off. but No, I mean, you're right. Like, you're right. Yeah. Like big names, like you would be shocked of the people that I've had a conversation with that everybody would know exactly who they are. And they're talking about, you know, he's got to go and this is a yeah. poop show and whatever. Like, whoa, yeah. this is – Yeah. To me – To me, Yeah, did you tell me that was Joe Biden? But go ahead. Sorry. 
Uh, I was going to say, to me, the best outcome would be that Brick decides to just retire at the end of the season. Because, I mean, with his health and everything, too, I mean, ultimately, his health matters more than anything else. I completely agree. Yeah, I mean, he needs to take care of himself. And if he comes to the realization that he just can't really coach to his potential anymore, then I, I would rather him retire than Todd have to just, as we say in Starbucks, be separated from the university. <laughs> <laughs> be separated. So that's a term you all use at Starbucks? Yeah. You know, firing somebody? They yeah. be separated? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, tree hugger. uh, honestly, like <laughs> I agree with, not you, wrong. I agree with you, Jared. I think, um, for Rick to kind of ride off into the sunset here, his best option would be to retire at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but he loses know, money though. He loses a half million dollars. Well, that's true. But do you want to have the legacy or do you want to get fired? He's, I mean, I don't, I don't think he's. He's going to play that out, even if they're trying to run him out or something. What is his salary anyway? Do you know off the top of your head? Is it eight fifty or something? Something like that. Eight hundred fifty thousand dollars. I think is. I think they said his buyout's like five hundred or. But I mean, technically, Ray Harper he didn't get fired. I say that with like quotation marks. No, he he just his contract wasn't renewed. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think Rick just got a renewal though, didn't he? Right. So that's one thing that people were kind of pissed at Todd about like you didn't give Ray an extension, even though he could have used it in recruiting. Yeah. But then you give Rick this, this lifeline. Um, and guess what's happened? He's in trouble anyway. At least uh, it's not like a stock. Save the university situation. money. I, I said, it's at least it's not like a stock steal situation where yeah. we're all going, <laughs> Jesus, we can't afford this. If he wins uh, two games, he gets his extension on his lifetime contract. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give him Patrick Mahomes money. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, yeah, that that totally is a nightmare situation for Western. Yeah. Um honestly, like I think at the end of the season um I think uh, well, it depends on like what his outlook is and I don't know personally how coach's outlook is, but um you know, if he's more worried about his legacy here at Western, I think he's going to retire um, because he's making $850,000. The buyout's not that much bigger than his regular salary. Um, now, yes, $500,000 is a lot of money, but um, if you're wanting to have a legacy at your last school and you're just done after that, you know, then that's a different story. You know, you just be like, oh, I'm done. I'm not going anywhere else. Now, if you plan on going somewhere else, then yeah, I think you're going to get fired. I think you're See, just going to He made a mistake. It, like, whenever his biggest contract was, like, I, I don't know if you've heard this story. This is slightly irrelevant, but I think it's hilarious. Like, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, uh, the Cardinals coach, like the Arizona Cardinals, like, he got fired and already had this massive contract with them. And they said that he bought like a one way ticket to Taiwan or Thailand or something like that. I think it's Thailand. Yeah. He went to Thailand and he's just going to be living off of all of the money. They have to pay him through his contract all the way into like 2027, 2028, <laughs> something like that. So he's going to be getting paid millions of dollars to just live in a tropical climate and do nothing. So that, that that's, awesome. that's the best finesse that you could do is just get a massive contract suck at your job, get fired, and then they have to still pay you for four or five years to millions of dollars. That is, that's actually an awesome idea. That's because mm-hmm. I think like from what I've heard, like Thailand is like the, as far as the money goes, like things are like four or five times cheaper than they are. They're cheaper oh, yeah. than they are here. Um, so like you can live off like, you know, like a hundred bucks for like a month or something. Think of what kind of house he could have with like a million dollar salary in Thailand. <laughs> I would be, yeah. I, of course, I would. I think Thai food it would be amazing, but yeah, um, that would be a, that'd be a, that'd be a lot a lot of fun. I, I completely agree. I want Thai um, Express to reopen in Bowling Green. It's happening at some point, so yes. that's something for us to look forward to. Yes, um, and Thai Express needs to be a sponsor of the show, just so you know. That'd be nice. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, we'll just finish up here. Uh, looks like Western is going to be playing. Uh, men will be playing on the ninth, so that would be tonight. If you're listening on uh, YouTube or other podcasting sites, um, it'll be on CBS Sports Network for those of you who aren't able to go and aren't allowed to have an opinion. Uh, Lady Tops are going to be playing at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. 
uh, and that's at middle. So if you're in the area there, go watch the game, support the Lady Tops. This is a big game for them, so they're going to really appreciate your help. And then next week, we will be talking Charlotte for men's and women's and kind of updating everybody where we stand basketball-wise. Um, and uh, so we'll be back next week to talk about that and talk about Matt's obsession with Dante Allen and how he's probably going to get a restraining order. Uh, so. Hilltopper legend. <laughs> he did the reverse Patrick Sparks, though, so you got to respect him. Yes. Oh, yeah. I do respect that. That's a great way I to do respect it. that. Um, <laughs> the funny thing for me is that just picturing Matt like in the bushes and Dante Allen's just kind of like chilling. And he's like, all of a sudden Matt pops out. It's like, Jesus, Matt, I told you, you can't do that. (laughs) Hey, Dante. Hey. It's like, Jesus, I've got the worst groupies. Um, Your name starts with D. (laughs) All right. Uh, So uh, check back here, guys. Follow us. Uh, We'll uh, keep you updated on everything. Matt will keep sending out inappropriate tweets. And uh, we'll holler at you next week. Um, uh, So, as always, guys, go tops. Go tops. Beat middle. Beat middle. Yes. Appreciate you, guys. Thank you. See you, bud.